They call me Dr. Jones, known as the Night Tripper. Got my satchel of green grease in my hand. They be tripping up and back down the bayou. I'm the last of the best, they call me the Greedy Man. Got many clients come from miles around. Running down my prescription. I got medicine to cure all y'all's ills. I got remedies of every description. I got What's up, you bunch of motherfuckers? Thank you for listening to the Po' Boys Podcast. I'm your host, Jody B. And tonight, we sit down with another long-form conversation with my main man from Houston, Texas, B-Rob. That's at It's B-Rob on Twitter. He's the host of the Random Ramblings with Rob show. That's at RRR underscore podcast. On Twitter, he got Instagram and shit too. Rob's a good dude. Fucking running around, just causing all kinds of mischiefs. Hanging out at the fucking Walmart, walking around videotaping people. Just a a real motherfucker, a patriot, a wrestling fanatic. All that shit, man. So sit back and enjoy the show. What does motherfucker lay some shit on you? Let me lay where I'm at. Yeah. No, it's some bullshit, man. These damn kids. I don't know how you do it. This is going to be the only motherfucking kid. <laughs> Point blank. It, that's it. It's all that's happening here. Well, what it wind up happening is is you remember all that shit from the first time. So when the second one come around, you'd be like, whoa, ninja style. <laughs> you know, that's not untrue because her fucking my wife's best friend just had their second little baby like not even four days ago and uh already you know her friends falling into that shit getting right back into the fucking into the swing of things so i guess that's what it is man you just you deal with it and you learn how to do the shit and then you're just ready for the next one on to the next one on to the next i'm on Well, shit, dude, I know it's late, man. Let's say I appreciate you answering. Do you want, are you fit to go to bed? Because I can fucking I'll holler at you later. It's all good. Well, shit, I'm only in there, motherfucker. <laughs> Should have been like, nah, fuck you. <laughs> you going to call me fucking an hour ago and say, let's do some shit. 
you know, well, I, I mean, like, I just finished uploading the episode, so. That was pretty good. Was that with the um, the guy that you were talking about from last Which week? Guy? The the dude that made the the app, or oh, was that yeah. just the one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Mister Ned Kenny. Ned. Motherfucking Ned. Dude, I've been fucking with all kinds of shit over here. Check this out. Tell me if you can hear this. Huh? Yeah. I can hear it loud and clear. Daddy learned how to drop my fucking sound in. Ain't that some shit? Yeah. Oh, you want to cap some 22s? That's my shit, man. Love me some fucking David Banner. Some throwback jams. South your whole motherfucking life, right? Well, yeah. For the most part. You remember the first time you heard that song? Yes. What, were you like fucking 27 years old? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was well off in my 20s. That's fucking crazy, man. It's so weird to think about what that six years difference is. You know, because you're what, 36, 35, something like that? 35. Hmm. It's a world apart, man. Just in those couple years. Mm-hmm. Man. So, yeah, dude. How was your day? Was it hot as fuck over there, too? You are listening to another Antonio Gordon production. She was finna start freestyling. Shit. Shit. I do that. You do it better than me. <laughs> Man, that was some bullshit. I don't even know what happened. I heard that motherfucking uh that voicemail. He was talking about suck it, suck it, suck it, motherfucker, suck it. <laughs> no, I can't have this. <laughs> yeah, I just finished talking about it. I was like, I was like, um, yeah, man, you know how when you get to hear somebody about to rap or they're freestyling, you know how they get that. Oh, oh, yeah, I'm about to go through it. <laughs> and then they start rapping, and it was like, it was just that the whole time. <laughs> it's just, oh, oh, can't hear them shits. Turn them shits up. <laughs> I can't hear myself. Man, did you ever freestyle when you were a kid? Did you ever sit around the lunch table fucking around, or you have a couple cold beers, and then at a party you think you got some flow? Fuck no. <laughs> Hell no. <nah. laughs> Well, I, I've tried it. I attempted it, but it was uh, copious amounts of alcohol involved, and um, I guess it turned out all right. I don't remember none of that shit. But <laughs> I think the biggest problem is is I, I don't listen to only rap. I've listened to a lot of rap from like 2000 to like 2008. 
that's probably my like my wheelhouse. That Dirty South movement that came through when Little John came in with the Yin Yang Twins, what? and they did get low. Yeah, yeah, to the windows, okay. to the walls, to the sweat drop down my balls. You remember that fucking song when it came out? That shit was all over the radio, and it wasn't even the real version. It was all over the walls too. Skeet, skeet, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I heard a dude at a comedy show. He made a joke and he said some shit about that's what's wrong with you motherfuckers. You singing about from the windows to the walls. He said the windows on the wall. God damn it. Don't you know anything? You dumb motherfuckers. <laughs> he started yelling at everybody in the crowd. That, that is true. Though. It's so true. I was, I was fucking howling in the back, man. I said, God damn it. And it was a white dude, too. He was just like, y'all a bunch of dumb motherfuckers. <laughs> Hello. It's John Cena! <laughs> Jesus Christ. Is that one you made or is that the other, the, the video thing? It's from the app. I got a little appity app. To just drop John Cena. What the fuck up, you I got buttons. Like, I did do that. I went through and I got some buttons. So it's like, I haven't really fucked with them at all. I just sit here. Let's see. Let's see. <clears throat> and voices. No, I don't want to play Game of War, motherfucker. Mm. I ain't trying to play this shit. Turn it off. We got a couple of haters. Couple of haters. Man, it's so much fun. Like that, just with that freestyle shit I did the other day. I know that was some bullshit. Surprise, motherfucker. Surprise, motherfucker. I know that that shit started cold as fuck. <laughs> like when I sat down and I cut that together, that opening sequence with the, the fucking gunshot from Natural Born Killers into fucking They Don't Know, I was like, hell yeah, I'm a motherfucking, I'm a beat maker up in this bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was sitting there like, oh shit, he about to drop some, drop some hot fire. And I, and I was like, oh, there you go. Uh, it was it was maybe a little spark. I threw a little spark at it. I said, "Here it is. That's a little fire. Just a little fire." <laughs> you know those little um, things that came in the box when you got fired. The little snap pops. You just <laughs> that's what it was. It wasn't even a firecracker. It was just a little snapdragon. Yeah, <laughs> with the fucking sawdust in it. Man, uh, it was funny because I was just trying to be like random at the same time. Like, so I I hope somebody fucking says that was some weak shit. I know it was weak, motherfucker. <laughs> that was the point. I ain't no fucking rapper. <laughs> yeah, but man, I'm still trying to persuade Mrs. B. Rob to make a a mixtape. <laughs> Does she rap? No, but she got um. I believe she got the mind to where she could if she wanted to. I mean, she do poetry and she write and all kind of other bullshit. So. I don't think, you know, writing poetry or literature is different from rapping or writing a rap. Shit, let me tell you something. Without, I hope I'm not overstepping the lines by saying this. You know what I'm saying? But Miss B-Rob's got a voice on her, man. She ought to do some, some voice work or read her fucking book or something like that. That's what I would do, shit. Uh, hey, man, I've been trying to tell them. She don't listen to me. <laughs> they don't listen. They don't ever listen, man. Nope. Not a one time. Man, mine fucking was getting on my goddamn nerves this evening, Rob. <laughs> Why are you whispering? Because <laughs> if I don't, I'm going to yell that shit. 
She's in bed now, whatever. <laughs> Same thing. She was just picking on me, dog. And fucking, I finally got tired of this shit. And I was just like, whatever, dude. I don't fucking care. And then I did something a little fucked up. <laughs> she had me go to the grocery store by myself. And I was like, cool. And see, I'm, I don't, you, you do a lot of the shopping, Rob. I know you in Walmart all the fucking time. Yeah, that's why I do all the shopping. <laughs> I know that you probably, as you're walking down the aisle, you see shit and you throw it in the buggy and you say, fuck it, I'm going to buy that shit. And before you know it, you probably done racked up about $30, $40 more than what you intended to spend when you walked off in there for some paper towels and some fucking baked beans. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. It's uh, definitely scaled down from what it used to be. I used to do that a lot, but now it's a, it's a fiber or a tenner here and there. I'm notorious. And notorious. I'm. I, I have a bad habit, and usually when I go to the store, I fuck around and throw too much shit in the buggy. So, um, she basically was like, listen, don't buy nothing but what's on the list. And I said, all right, fine. And we were already kind of picking at each other, you know what I'm saying? So, I'll be goddamn, I went to the store, I bought exactly what was on the list. And we hadn't eaten dinner, so she was like, I guess at some point, she said, you need to get some shit for dinner. And I was like, what do you want? She didn't say nothing. So I didn't buy nothing. <laughs> I bought all the shit for tomorrow. And she was like, you didn't buy nothing for dinner? I said, no. Like, well, you didn't fucking tell me to buy shit. Then you said don't buy shit that wasn't on the list. So now. <laughs> Make a sandwich. And then fucking. The baby is drinking like two bottles a day now. So the You're milk, welcome. Yeah. The fucking milk lasts a little bit longer than it used to. Right? Because we give him food and shit now. We used to buy milk two gallons at a time, you know what I'm saying, because we was tearing through it. And now, you know, fucking gallon of milk will last a week. Well, I bought one gallon of milk because it shit said one gallon of milk. And she Mm -hmm. was like, you only bought one gallon? Why didn't you buy two? And I was just like, fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) I said, you need to do the shopping, motherfucker. It just went from there. I said, you said buy what's on the goddamn list. I bought what's on the list. It don't matter. And that was where I was wrong. So, oh, it always matters. I get vague shit whenever I get lists or whatever. Be like, um, uh, corn. I'll be like, okay, you want corn in a can? You want corn on the cob? You want, you want some cream corn? Yeah, you want, you want it shucked, unshucked? <laughs> <coughs> well, it's, I do all the cooking. And my wife is picky. I ain't picky. Nothing. Not nothing. Mm-hmm. Why? I tell you know what? Let me take that back. There's like three fucking things that I won't eat. You know what I'm saying? The like black olives and <laughs> fucking beets. I won't eat beets. Oh, I eat some beets. I beat them beets. I can't. <laughs> Man, when I was a kid, it tastes ate, like dirt though. Well, that's <laughs> the problem. Is we only had the canned kind when I was a kid, and we would eat them motherfuckers cold. And my mm. grandma was about some cold beets, just regular Ugh. ass cold out the can beets. Beets and, by granny. Dude. <laughs> and uh, no, nah, fucking, I can't do it. I, I can't. You, I've tried. I've tried eating like fresh ones, you know, on like a salad and shit. I can't do mm-hmm. it. I, that taste fucks me up. My, my daddy makes some beets. He put some onion and some seasoning in there. That shit's delicious. So he would like saute it like in a skillet or something. Mm-hmm. Like cut them up like potatoes or some shit like that. 
Yeah, I mean, they still like the slices or whatever, but he just put a whole bunch of extra shit in there. You forget they got beets in the motherfucker because they put some other shit. <laughs> can you use beet greens? You ever had beet greens? Does that sound like something you can make? Ooh. I, it's, I'll try it. <laughs> I figured because it's turnip greens, you know. But then again, I think the ass end of a beet is a little bit thinner than a turnip. You know, I think they got the more leafy. <laughs> Greenish yeah, because you got because you got to turn it this way instead of the other way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ah, <laughs> man! So you doing anything fun for Memorial Day, motherfucker? You gonna get your barbecue on? Mm, I don't know what the hell going on. I got rid of the kids today. I just came back from out of town. Uh, what Thursday night? So I ain't do shit Friday. Yeah. And then I don't know. It might be church. You know? And then Monday. I ain't doing shit, and then Tuesday I'm going out of town again. <laughs> oh, shit. You've been all over lately, shit. The other day when I uh, hit you up, you said you was fucking traveling. Yeah, it's on, I was on the way to San Antonio. San Antonio? Yeah. My job sent me out there to go do some work, and that's why I'm going to be going again next week. You're going to go out there and put some holes in some shit, Rob? I hope not. <laughs> If uh, Mrs. B-Rob come with me, I'll put some holes. Skeet, skeet, put skeet. some extra holes, motherfucker. Oh, Speaking shit. of holes, I've seen a man with a big penis have sex with another man on this TV show called American Gods. You watched a couple of guys bang? Yeah, I didn't know what was going to happen. It's not like I went into it intentionally. It was like, oh yeah, this motherfucker going to fuck this motherfucker. But no, it wasn't... <laughs> It was a shock and awe. It was a recommendation. Somebody was like, watch this show. And I was like, all right. So I started watching this show, and I watched episode one, good. Episode two, good. Episode three, large penis inserted into a smaller man, and it did some Voltron shit to where the man that put the big penis into the little guy became the little guy, and now the little guy is who the big penis guy was. And, but he's not because he's him with the big guy penis juice inside. I don't know. It was some weird shit. God damn. <laughs> it's too much. It's too much, bro. That's pro- that's what he said. That's what his face looked like. It was too much. <laughs> hey, uh, hang on a second. I'm going to turn this video off. It's fucking up my shit. Hang on. Yeah, fuck up your shit. Maybe that'll help. I don't look at your ugly ass face anyway, fool. Fine, motherfucker. Be that way. Yeah. No, I mean, I don't know if you've listened to my episodes, but the shit is making me mad because I don't know what the fuck is happening to where it's making my track basically skip on the playback. Oh, so it's kind of like, like that. It is. Like, I don't know if you've listened, but it fucking, it's, I don't know exactly what's happening. I'm just not sure what to do to fix it. Oh, I haven't listened to the recent yet, but um, you probably had the issue that I might have, might have had or still having is to where your shit, your settings are high somewhere. Or even in Skype, you got, got your volume too high. And what happens is when you talk, it'll peak out and it'll create that skipping sound or whatever. See, I don't know about that because I'm figuring out the levels. And I'm going to say, as your, friend, level, huh? listen, as your fellow <laughs> friend podcaster now, I'm going to say this and you can get mad if you want, but fuck you. 
for some reason your volume is always so low in your fucking your recordings your intros and your outros are perfect but when you yeah. get into your fucking other shit you're you're low as fuck well the reason being is because i'm retarded as fuck <laughs> i've got you turned up loud right now like i'm probably gonna have to back you off and you're gonna sound like fucking jesus when you come through on my end because you're oh, fucking oh, on you're peaking oh, yeah oh, oh, <laughs> you're fucking peaking and i figured out my, my my sweet spot on the audacity meter is right at where the yellow meets the red and if i can get yeah. it right there that's perfect well, see, yeah, that's what I was saying. What's happening with me is, like, I co-host on another podcast that I don't do the recording for. Right. So when I'm on my Skype calls, I go into my Skype settings, and I do the auto-leveling in Skype. So, you know, it'll control all that shit for me because, you know, I'm recording with someone else. But now, whenever I do my show, whenever I record, I forget to turn that shit off. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what keeps me low and everybody else so high. Right. So it just it's a setting from when you're doing the other shit. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that I found out what my issue was. And um, so, like, the next couple episodes on my show that's going to come up, you're going to hear, you know, fluctuations. It's like you're going to hear the volume go up and down, kind of, because I was, like, in the middle of the fucking recording. I was like, oh, shit, I forgot to do the thing. And I was trying to adjust on the fly. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. And that's the thing is, you know, I'm not trying to shit on you. I listen to your show every fucking week just about. And uh, that's one thing I've always noticed, but I haven't said anything because I'm like, he probably knows. You know, it's just weird. For some reason, your shit goes way low in your in your other shit. So you know why. Mine is something. And it's got to be one of two things. It's either my fucking my computer is like up is like burping like updating mm -hmm. because what's happening is like my little mouse cursor is turning to the load symbol like the little sim the loading shit yeah and then all of a sudden my screen will kind of glitch so it's something is trying to keep up with something else and it's not doing it fast enough so i don't know if i need to fucking plug my uh ethernet cable up maybe my internet's not going fast enough or, no, that's what I do. I you mean, know, I, it may be something because I've got full power on my Wi-Fi. Like I'm just on the other side of the wall from my fucking router. So, yeah, it's it's highly recommended that if you're gonna be using a laptop or doing you know what we doing now with Skype recording and anything, yeah, Ethernet cord that shit up because that's why I got my laptop now. I really think that's the problem, and I just gotta go get me a fucking like a hundred foot Ethernet cable and just wrap that bitch around the. And you can get it on Amazon for less than ten dollars. Just make sure and use the the R R R underscore podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the link in the motherfucking bio and give Rob twenty five cent on your fucking cord. <laughs> you damn right. <laughs> Shit. I gotta get another cord. I think I need one more. Of them fucking the uh, the one with the red and yellow white on the end and then it goes to a single. Yeah. Oh, Another thing that you can do, um, uh, what, what is it? Fire Stick Brown hooked me up at a Best Buy. Hit me on to this new little fango gadget or whatever. So what it is is um, it looked like a, a plug-in, you know, like it plugs straight into your wall, and you plug your Ethernet cable into that. Well, you run it from your router to the thing in the wall. Yeah. And you plug your little Ethernet cable in there, so it transferred a Wi-Fi signal to another port in the house so you got two of these joints 
you plug one in the wall and you run it to your router and then you take the other one and you put it like on the other side of the house like maybe next to your computer yeah or to one of those smart tvs and you plug it in the outlet over there then you run that one that you put by your device you can hook ethernet cable in there to your device to your laptop or your smart tv and it creates an electric ethernet cable no shit like you just plug it up in different rooms and it connects yeah it's like walkie talkies and shit motherfucker <laughs> that's that newfangled shit <laughs> man that's what it is this is I, I, some of the time the shit i'm seeing on tv now with the the different little gadgets and shit they got like it's we're living in the fucking future man <laughs> yeah i mean it's not too expensive either i mean it's less than what you would pay for another router or anything yeah, no, I might I think have to it's look like into 80 that. Something, uh, 60 something to 80 something dollars. So it's just like remote router, fucking Ethernet cable shit. Mm hmm. Had to check it's it like out. Using cords, but not having cords. That's <laughs> better than my idea. I was going to drill a fucking hole in the wall and shove the wire through. Yeah, you could have did that. I'm only renting, so you know, I still have the yeah, option, it's I guess. The same thing. <laughs> I get to do shit like that. Yeah, I just got like this long, extra long cord, and I was just going to run it under the carpet, through the house, under the couch. <laughs> right, and what I'll probably do is, you know, because I got the baby, and, you know, it's fucked off because every cord, every wire, everything with a string on it has a label that says, keep out of reach of children. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's because a child might try to hang themselves or strangle themselves with a fucking cord. I'll put it in their mouth. (laughs) So now having the baby, I'm starting to realize just how stupid these little motherfuckers really are. (laughs) Because I said, surely this boy, he'll be all right. You know, and then one day uh, and it wasn't like a surprise. Like I just happened to leave something. Surprise, motherfucker. Surprise, motherfucker. (laughs) left the cord out and uh yeah he just picked it up and instinctually started trying to tie that motherfucker around his head and i was just like jesus christ i can't leave you alone man <laughs> this little motherfucker that's why they make warning labels because one motherfucker done it <laughs> so we got to tell everybody else not to do it dude i didn't know like right before the baby was born I started watching just shows and stuff. I'll catch something about kids or internet videos or something. And uh, one of the shows I watched was talking about how, like, with your window blinds, like your Venetian blinds that you fucking pull a string, you know. It said yeah, from that, the, the, because it's on the window and the wall. To the sweat drop down. Blah, blah. <laughs> yeah, um, it said that kids, you pull the fucking blinds, and then the kids will wrap that shit around their neck and hang themselves. Said it happens a lot. Mm-hmm. So fuck these curl kids. them shits up. These kids don't know. Got to keep an eye on. I guess it simulates an umbilical cord or something, and they want to be one again. <laughs> I don't fucking know, man. It's too much. Matter of fact, as you say that, I'm looking at my blinds right now and I see the little tag with the baby with the, the shit around his neck. Well, look, and here's the other thing, right? 
All these cords and wires have tags on them that warn, say, you know, keep out of reach of children, be careful. But most of the time, my kid doesn't even see the fucking wire until he sees this giant ass red and yellow and black fucking tag hanging off that shit that says keep out of reach of children because they don't want to strangle themselves with the shit. And I just cut them off. You know, half the time he don't even see the fucking cord. Surprise, motherfucker. (laughs) I didn't realize that it was so much shit that can kill your baby in your house. Just in your house. The main uh, mechanism of death is the baby itself. So (laughs) they're literally walking around trying to kill themselves all day long. Yep. So anybody that might listen to this and doesn't have children think about that <laughs> you have to be on guard and make sure this little motherfucker doesn't kill himself all day all, all day. day all day and night day and night that song came out the year that me and my wife got together that's like did her you, that's our song did you stroking it day and night hey I fucking I think I laid down some dick in the back of my blazer you know what I'm saying Actually, it was her blazer. <laughs> blazer and the blazer. It was the summer of 2009. <laughs> I just came back from a deployment in 2009. <laughs> I had just left my fucking, the woman I was dating that was over 40, who I've been with for four years. And uh, my wife had just divorced her husband. Oh, shit. This goddamn thing just jumped again. Let me kick something in the tits. Hmm. Anyway, sorry, man. Yeah. So, hey, I was thinking about something the other day, and uh, I remember we were talking about the the strip club the last time you, me, and Tony were on here. Mm Mm-hmm. I had a story (laughs) from St. Louis, and... uh, it wasn't nearly as good as fucking yours, but uh, it was pretty crazy the first time I got to go off in that place. <laughs> it was definitely a, a sensory overload. Because in St. Louis, do tell. In East St. Louis, it's almost Illinois, right? From what it I it is Illinois. It is, and uh, so different shit goes on over there. And there's like a circuit, I guess, between Kansas City and fucking St. Louis. To where they you know they cycle and uh man me and my uncle went on a tuesday at like two o'clock in the afternoon we got the motherfucking the five dollar t-bone lunch and steak and fries you know we was together we were probably the two youngest people in the whole fucking place when we got there and my uncle's like 45 he was at the time probably about 45 46 and he had been there a few times so i mean we were on the way over there we're smoking a joint and i was just like so what's the deal man because i've never even been in a strip club before you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. at all so i was like what's the protocol here because i don't want to get thrown out and he says uh you know just be says uh make sure you're gonna tip about i think he said two three bucks a song you know if you fucking go down and sit and watch and he said this table dance or whatever is like 10 bucks and in the back it's like 50 to 70 whatever they say you know and i said all right well what you know what's the deal with the chicks he says you can touch he said don't be creepy you know don't fuck around and get yourself thrown out he said but just be cool 
said, all right, I can do that. Creepy bastard. <laughs> so we walk in there, and it was the B squad. You know, we stayed long enough to actually see the hot chicks show up later, but we were fucking out of money and leaving by then. But I mean, we came in, we got some steak, and we watched mediocre chicks dance around on stage. Oh. They didn't even have poles; it was just hey, the stage. Hey. Yeah. So, so would that be steak and shake? It was a steak and shake. I think that's what it said on the menu. Yeah. It was a shit steak. It was a shit steak, man. I remember we had it, and uh, I fucking, I think I spent like three hundred and fifty fucking dollars off in that place when it was all said and done. They had me a good ass time. Got a couple of them back room dances. Them girls were butt naked. You know, they fucking, you get up and sit down on the stage and put your elbows up there and they're coming. They put their legs over your shoulder and put the pussy right in your face. Mm-hmm. I've seen that happen before. That's pretty gangster. It's very, it's, it's very aggressive, you know, for a scared young boy that hadn't been off in the strip club before. I didn't know what to do with myself. <laughs> Oh yeah, you knew what to do with yourself. Yourself didn't know what to do with yourself. Mm. And one chick tried to give you the old cross the top of the pants hand job, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was one. It was funny because I I'm not picky, man. I was checking everything going out into the back room and shit. I got the one chick that the, kind of the strung out fucking forty year old chick that was kind of worn out but still pretty good looking. I got the uh, the fucking probably a lesbian decent looking dancer chick you know that was there early because she's probably new there was a black chick that took me in the back and she fucking played me like a fiddle dog she didn't even panties off sad violin that's how I felt the sky is crying yeah went in the back and she uh I think she wanted like $40. So that was pretty good for a little backroom shit. But we sat down. She sat on my lap and started talking to me and shit. Fucked around and sat through a whole song. And I was like, God damn it. (laughs) You got me, motherfucker. She got me good. So I fucked around. Had a couple of them stuffed off in my face that day. That was crazy. The last one, she was like Brazilian. She had a tattoo that went from her titties down to her thigh. Like wrapped around her body. It was a dragon. Unleashed a dragon. You like dragons? Dragon these nuts across your face. <laughs> no, uh, I fucked around and I meant to put a five in her panties and I put a 20 in there. Oh. I had saved like 60 bucks and I was going to take this one chick back to the back room for one more little run around, you know? And I fucked around. Brazilian chick. Almost pulled me up on stage. Like, my uncle fucked around and told her that it was my first time in the club. And she was like, is this your first time? And I was like, yeah. It's like, what do you oh, think? And I was like, it's it's cool. And uh, she got up on her knees and she said, you know, like, give me your hands. So I gave her my hands and she pulled me up to my feet. And then she kept pulling me. And I thought she was trying to pull me up on stage. And I was like, nah, fuck that. And uh, she stood up and she fucking pulled her panties aside and stuck it right on my nose, man. She said, and I was like, (laughs) oh, Lord. Got a little wet nose. She said, what do you think about that? 
and I just smiled and sat in my fucking chair. And I, like I said, I thought I had a five and I fucking stuffed that shit in her panties. And she crawled away. And then I realized it was a 20 and I looked at it and I fucking looked at my money and looked back at it. And then the chick that I was fitting to take to the back room, she saw me and she goes, uh, you fucked up, didn't you? And I said, yeah. And she said, I said, can I, uh, you think I can get that? She said, no, it's not how that works. And I said, yeah. Well, I ain't mad at her. She did. He should did discount double check. Yeah. <laughs> so I set the bar pretty high, you know, and that's why I haven't been back to one. Cause in Arkansas, they, I don't even think they do naked. They might do topless. But they definitely don't do like bottomless. Yeah, I think it's a weird thing to where it has to be like they can't sell alcohol if they butt naked. Right. Well, I don't even think it's butt naked here. I think it's titties. It's just nipples in in general. Because I think if you sell booze, then they have to wear paste, right? But if it's mm-hmm. one that doesn't sell alcohol, it's BYOB, then they'll have tits out but they still have panties on you know like i really don't think any that i know of here do like full nude but then again i've not been to any here i just know about the uh the roadside ones and those are the ones with that sell booze and shit i've heard some horror stories about those fucking places too i don't know I, I remember one time I came back from deployment and I thought I was hot shit because I had all this extra money. And uh, me and my homeboy went to Spencer's Gifts and we got some uh, canes. Yeah. Like like a little walking stick. You, and got, then we just, you got two canes. <laughs> two canes. <laughs> <laughs> and we uh, went to the strip club and we were walking there. We had our canes in our left hand and we just had a wad of money in the right hand just walking around like that and shit. Had a cigar out. in her mouth. Yep. I said the only thing we was missing was a top hat and a monocle. <laughs> I love it, man. That's uh that's fucking great. Did y'all make it rain on some hoes? Yes, we sure enough did. We even made it rain on somebody else so they so the hoes can go to them. Make it rain. Yeah. No, that's I didn't get to do that. Like I didn't even realize you said that one place was forty dollars in hand at all times. I mean, mm-hmm. that other place you, I think my uncle got out with less than a hundred bucks. You know, and we stayed there for like three hours. He just got a bunch of ones, and then he spent like his sixty on like at, before we left. He got him a lap dance, you know, from like the chick he picked. Yeah, yeah. man, strip clubs, man, I. I uh. I don't even know what to say about that stuff anymore. I remember I spent New Year's Eve, New Year's Day in the strip club. <laughs> oh, shit. What's that like? What, did they have champagne twerk? Yeah, just like, it's the countdown, and everybody was on stage, and it was like 10, 9. And we, everybody was on, the strippers and the patrons, just on stage, and they counted down, and they start playing Pop That Pussy for a pimp, Pop and then pussy. confetti. Confetti came down from the ceiling and Happy New Year. That's so good, man. And they were climbing to the top of the poles and dropping, and it was booty shaking from left to right. And Rob was in the club, fucking handling his business like it wasn't shit. Uh. You're narrating my life right now, huh? 
In slow motion, Rob was throwing stacks. Woo! <laughs> Somebody give me a drink, bitch. Uh, that was such a good shit. song. <laughs> that was the fucking summer of Wayne. Jesus Christ. That motherfucker took the Saints. world by storm. Yep, he sure did. So when he dropped the car, though, the first one, it was just like a whole different shift. You mean the Carter 3 or like the legit, the first Carter album? The first one. You like the first Carter? Yeah. Because he didn't pop till the Carter 3. Let's be real. Like, he fucking lit the shit on fire the summer before he dropped that album. And then that album was cold as shit. And it just, you know, he got around yeah. and then he fucking, at the height of it, he put that album out and fucking killed it. Well, the Carter came out. Well, it was like a long delay before it actually came out. Cause so, had- what was the first Carter? Was that Bring It Back? Like with Manny mm-hmm. Fresh and shit, that was yeah. like Go DJ. Yeah, that was like the that. last Manny Fresh um, with Cash Money record. Fucking love Manny Fresh. Hmm. All them old ass big timer songs like Birdman's okay, but let's be real. Yeah, I listen now. I don't like his rap at all, but I'm saying like big timers is my shit. Back mm. in the day, fucking house real big, fucking ah. Oh. You got me going. <laughs> I used to like that uh, old Hot Boys CD. See, I didn't Don't. know. I knew Bling Bling. And then... Uh, Project Chick. Fucking... And then Hot Girl. That was the one that everybody knew. That was the club banger. Oh, what you need, boy? I need a hot girl. <laughs> <laughs> and like BG. Project Chick. Shit. No, and so... A Project Chick. So what was it? It was fucking Go DJ and then uh, Fireman. Fireman came. That was a good ass song too. Fireman's coming. Right. Mm-hmm. And then Leather So Soft. Was that around that time too? That came out before the Carter 3. Like Father well, Like yeah. Son? Yeah, that was that Father Like Son. Okay. And in between there, he had a bunch with fucking Birdman because he had uh, Championship Pop Bottles. That was in there, wasn't it? I think so. And then, um. Stop with straight shots and then pop bottles. Uh. Hmm. Mm. That album was okay. He has some good shit on there. It's only because Wayne was on it. That's all. That's true. Because they went back and forth. And I think I skipped all the fucking Birdman's tracks on that album. Now, look, I'll give you this Birdman. And still fly is okay. But I'm still flying. Right? 430 Lex with convertible top and the rims keep spinning every time I stop. Yeah. <laughs> you know that shit was good. It doesn't matter who it was. Fucking, but that's the point. That's a good ass song. So anybody I think could probably roll that out. Except for that first line when he's like, uh, what is it? 20 inches pop my feather, the bird man dad. I fly in any weather. Alligator seat with the head and the inside. Swine on the deck. She wagging so fly. Number one, don't tangle and twist it. Woo! There you go. Cutting down them <laughs> dirt roads, man. You don't even know, motherfucker. 
living out in the woods. I was fucking white boy, ghetto farm kid out there just getting shit done, listening to fucking Birdman, <laughs> Three Six Mafia. Slap on my dog. Like corn on the cob. Tear the club up. Tear the club up. Push your mop tear up. That was from um, the most known unknowns. Remember that shit? The opening track where they actually made the point that all their fucking songs sound the same. Yeah. <laughs> this shit was funny. Goddamn, they do sound alike, don't they? <laughs> I had, um, we was on, I was on one deployment and every morning... Every day of that deployment, we played um, uh, Stay Fly by Three Six Mafia. Every morning, for Ripley. That's not bad. I probably would have done Pop on My Collar. That's a good song to wake up to. No, ever since I can't remember, I've been popping my popping collar. Popping my collar. Popping my collar. Popping my. Ever since I can't remember, I've been working these hoes and they better put my money in my hand. In my hand. <laughs> Man, I heard Crunchy Black got fucked up a couple years ago. Did you hear that? Man, I ain't heard shit from Look, that dude. I could be wrong. I, my phone's way the fuck over there. I would look it up. I'm trying not to fucking put it by the computer. But uh, something about... I guess I could use the computer, huh? <laughs> Maybe. This motherfucker's been drinking Budweiser. Um, no, I think he like either got set on fire. Maybe he did Oh, that's crack. why he's crunchy black. Right. That's what was fucked up. Because I, when I saw that shit, I was like, well, that's irony at its finest. Look. <laughs> The motherfucker got burnt up. Yeah, he's still alive. He was born in 1977. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I could be totally full of shit, too. That's always an option. Yeah. Crunchy fried chicken. No, that's not it. He is a black motherfucker. I'm looking at him right now. Fuck off. I ain't even asking Bing. Get in my face. <laughs> I didn't really care much for for Crunchy Black. I like Juicy J. DJ Paul's alright. With his little baby hand. <laughs> it took me forever to figure out that he had that shit. He does a good job hiding it. You know, he keeps yeah, it tucked. Every time he was on an album cover, whatever he was inside, you didn't see it. I liked uh, Project Pat. He was pretty cool. He was in that, yeah, he was that, right. that hypnotized what a, what a, shit. Frasier Boy. Yeah, that's that's the one I was thinking of. Frasier Boy. I like Adele Frasier Boy a lot. And uh, motherfucking Lil White. Lil White. God damn it. He had that Oxycontin song. That's like the only one anybody fucking knows. Well, that first CD that he put out was the only one I really liked. The other ones wasn't too hot. Did he actually do a, an independent album or was he only on Hypnotized Mind shit? Shit, he got like three full CDs out. I think he did his own shit. Th- okay, I don't even know. Shit, I gotta check him out. So I, I like the first one. The second one was um, like maybe a, a one or two songs from the first album with some more shit, and then the third and the fourth. Well, I was like, eh, I'm not gonna listen to that. <laughs> Man, he went cold as shit in that. Uh, the let me squeeze it. I remember that shit. Mm-hmm. That one, cause he was like, "Let me squeeze it, ain't no teasing, gotta get it." I done seen it. Soon she drop it to the floor, it's over. Focus, one is even not my leave it, sticking, dripping up out the side of a secret. 
Yeah. See? He did okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he got in there too. I give it to him. Little white. You're all right. What happened to Bubba Sparks? <laughs> I don't think that he could outlive the amount of exposure he got from Miss New Booty. I think it's the same thing that happened with Mike Jones. Mike Jones mm-hmm. set the bar high. Mike Jones. Mm-hmm. Mike Jones. Jones. Dick, don't feel me now. Don't feel me. I got to turn shorty out. They got a video on the internet of uh, Trader Truth knocking the shit out of him in the club. He lost a bunch of weight. Mm-hmm. I saw that. He's pretty skinny now, huh? Yeah. Hey, you're in I'm Texas. In, I'm in H-Town, and I ain't heard shit about that dude. <laughs> you're in Texas. I'm going to play something for you right now. Now, this is a Dallas dude. I don't know if you ever heard this. You probably saw it, but I'm going to play it anyway just so I can share it with everybody. It's the one I sent you. Did you listen to that? No, go ahead. Oh, shit. Here it goes. My buddy showed me this, and it makes me laugh. Pull out the you ever heard this? Pull out the magnum. Oh, yeah, you did send me that. What's that? He said, yeah, you did send me that. <laughs> this beat it thing. It makes me laugh. He just tear that ass up. Beep, 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 beep. I'm the over then I beep, 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 a beep, beep. Like Michael Jackson, boy, beat it, 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 I can only imagine that in the club. Oh, shit. Okay, that's enough of that. But God damn it, that chorus makes me laugh. Because I just... You know, like I said, the reason it's so funny is because of that Dave Chappelle shit, too. Like, it's just, I've thought about the idea of rappers when they talk about beating pussy up. And I'm like, I mean, you can beat it, you know, you don't have to beat it hard. You you can, you can pat it up. You don't have to beat it up, man. What the fuck? <laughs> I don't think I've been beating pussy up maybe a couple times, but, uh. You know, it's not an everyday thing. And this dude's talking about, I only beat pussy. That's the only way I do it. <laughs> you, ever, um, you remember that song by Dina Howard, uh, T-shirt and panties? T-shirt and panties. No? What, how does that go? You're going to make me pull it up. <laughs> I ain't going to make you pull it up. Shit, because I don't know. What was it? Is this a R&B song? It was R&B. See, I'm not as good with R&B. You know, I did rap for a while. I know a little bit of the older shit, you know, Al Green, Otis Redding, and Marvin Gaye and shit like that. But like, yeah, the the nineties R and B is a couple, you know. Yeah, here we go. But anyway, that was it. But the only reason I bring that up was so I can bring up this with Lil Flip. Mm. I like Lil Flip. I'm Lil Flip, taking trips to Cancun, dropping tapes, my cartoon coming soon, blowing up like a hot air balloon, living in a penthouse with 25 
room. Houston, Texas, Benz Alexis. I'm here on the freeway driving reckless. Wear sunglasses when you look at my necklace. Worldwide respect is how to select. They did their own mix. That was they was notorious for doing that shit around here. That's like, so um, fucking funny. I like Lil Flip, man. Oh, Lil Flip was the shit. Oh shit. Here it goes. Fury. Uh-huh. Game shit. That was uh, this if I was a wrestler, Rob, I think this would be my motherfucking ring shit coming out. Then the fireworks would go off. <laughs> and kick out. What's up, motherfucker? CD was pretty good. Houston, Texas. Oh, that, that's that damn It's like nursery rhymes. Uh-huh. What's Slim Bug been up to? Is he still out there? That's all they talk about here on the radio. What's that? That's all they talk about down here on the radio, man. Slim Thug's still blowing up down there. Yeah, yeah, him, Paul Wall, all them. They be on the radio, local radio stations. They um, be doing benefits and shows out here. See, and that's weird because you don't hear them really mainstream anymore. I made jokes and shit, but I figured Paul Wall was probably okay because he was selling grills and shit, so you know he's making money. Yeah, I mean, they got all kind of crap going on down here. You don't see a lot from Mike Jones anymore. Like, he's the one that really huh? fell the fuck off. Mike Jones. Who? We had a basketball player on our uh, Arkansas college team. His name was Mike Jones. Like, right when Mike Jones was popping. And, uh, yeah, that happened a lot. <laughs> <laughs> when he would come out, he would play Mike Jones. And we were like, who, Mike Jones? When he would get a point or whatever. You know, when he would score a basket. <laughs> Scoring baskets. Fucking shit. Yeah, he'd fucking put one down and they would all be like, Who? Mike Jones? Who? Yeah. Man, they had a. They got another dude out here called. His name's Zero. And he uh, sampled a Luther Vandross song, man. And that shit was tight as hell. I can't remember the name of it, though. Zero. That sounds familiar. I feel like I've heard of him before. I've heard a few of those. Like, I like uh, Trey. Isn't he a fucking Houston rapper? Uh huh. Yeah. Trade the truth. That motherfucker right there. That's the motherfucker I said that knocked out Mike Jones in the club. <laughs> He's the one that did it. Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> I didn't know. Shit, I'll show you some motherfucking track here. Hold on, mother. You gonna make me break some shit out? This is gonna be my my first music shit. Let's see. Here we go. Uh huh. What you know about this shit? Actually, oh, uh, hell yeah, I'm uh, screwing. That's not yeah. Trey, that's a little flip, actually. But he sounds like that Trey. I mean, to everybody from the eight sound to the eight town and worldwide. Off chicken and beer. But you know, that was a good song. Who's better than you? Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. I like Luda. 
Luda's probably one of my like my tops as far as the just the Dirty South movement. I think he's got to be on that Mount Rushmore, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Ti is on there too. I don't know. I would. I think I would rather Luda more over Ti. Well, they would be on there. That's you know, if it's like top four, top five, I would say. If you're just talking straight up Dirty South, like monumental motherfuckers, they have to be on there. I think. Yeah, him, Lil John. Lil John would have to be. Yeah, Lil John can't rap for the fuck though. No, I mean that's not his forte. Did you ever hear? It's the funniest fucking shit. Do you remember the song that he did with? Usher and Ludacris that wasn't yeah yeah lovers and friends lovers and friends and in the middle Lil John tried to rap bless his heart mm-hmm. it's the funniest fucking shit I think I've ever heard in my fucking life <laughs> and if you if you even listen to any of them older um, Lil John and Eastside Boy CD before he got real big with all that club music he was rapping like I, I ain't talking about like how you heard on lovers and friends and some of the other stuff I mean like rapping rapping <laughs> and how was it was it good <laughs> No, not not so much. <laughs> Hold on, I'm gonna fucking get this shit right now. Yeah, I found that song by Zero. I was telling you about though. Yeah, here you are. Uh, Twenty post. 24-7, I'm in trouble for nothing. To the laws on the topic of the daily discussion. Plus, I'm the person I gotta struggle to survive. I be rapping, but I can do with a nine to five. Long as it be legal, I be willing to try. All I need is a pair of wings, I be willing to fly. Trying to get a piece of the pine, I ain't taking a work for it. I be doing right, but I'm being punished on earth for it. What else can I do? So making honest living seem like whatever I do. Look at me up in prison, never see me on the corner, never caught me with crack. Got a dream of leaving the ghetto when they coming back. On my side, detective trying to spit me with some time. Only thing I ever murdered was kind of drew lines. There's a pattern of punishment in the miracles designed. Arrested and incarcerated for other people. It's so amazing. That's not bad at all, man. That's chill music. It's kind of like the fucking the Cadillacs on 22s when we started. Yeah, but that was a Luther Vandross song that he um, sampled called So Amazing. Yeah. See, that's cool. I don't mind that. And I mean, it's obvious. It's the music, right? Straight like he would. Did he quote some of the song? Because I don't know the song. I'm sorry. A little bit. Yeah. That he took some of the, the verses and mixed them up a little. Mm-hmm. That's not bad. It's I like it when it's subtle. You know, the motherfucker actually put some work into it. Sometimes they'll take it and they'll just straight up take a hook out of a song or some shit like that. And then that gets a little, it's like, well, yeah. And you know what's funny? He was talking about that uh, Lovers and Friends song with yeah. Usher and Lil John and all them. Nicki Minaj and them took that same beat and made a song off of that. Did they really? <laughs> See, yeah. and that's what I'm saying. Like, don't just take it. Just take it. Like, switch it up a little. Here, I'm going to play. I'm going to see if I can get little John's stupid-ass rap. Hold on. Really good look, baby. Look here. Sometime when it be your love. Here it comes. Oh, it's a good look, baby. Tell me 
for the better oh little john that's just don't don't do that man man club songs man that's crazy you ever seen a bar fight i was almost in a bar fight recently no no not recently i was back in my adolescence (laughs) oh shit here hang on one second i'm gonna go get another beer and then you tell me about your fucking bar fight, and I'm gonna tell you about some shit I saw the other day. I all right. And now, what? Fight stories and shit. Okay, so bar fights. Um, I can give you the mild little incident that I was involved in, or I can hit you with the freaking over-the-top main event-type level shit. I'm going to tell you, I've only been to a few like clubs and bars and shit like that where this could go down. And I've got a story from Halloween a few years ago. That was the first time I ever saw like a knockdown, drag out fucking bar fight. So that's what I'm going to tell you. So you tell me what the fuck you want, Rob. All right. The, other, the minor one is going to be quick anyway. Yeah. So, clubs in South Carolina. And, um, it was me and my boy. Big, goofy, gangly, uh, Caucasian fellow. You know, we were just in the club, hanging out. We ain't had shit to do. And um, we were just walking around. It was elbow to elbow in there. Uh, music was loud, bumping and bumping and jumping. And um, he bumped into this guy because he was dancing with a girl. And he, like, backed up and he bumped into the dude, spilled his drink. And he was, like, apologizing. He's like, my bad. I'm sorry, dude. And he, um... The guy was like, man, you going to buy me another beer, dog? He's like, I ain't buying you shit. Then he backed up. He's like, you know what? My bad, man. Got him another beer. And I guess the guy didn't want that beer. So he poured the beer out. He was like, nah, I want something else. Oh, shit. Okay. So he's like, all right, well, fuck you, dude. I ain't buying shit. So he pushed my homeboy. And then he pushed him back, yeah. and he he like hit the wall, and my I could see the security coming from the front to where my homeboy was at, getting ready to jump on him, and I seen him ran back, cocking his fist, about to hit dude in the face, and I just jumped in the middle of him. I was like, no, don't do it. 
because there's I mean there was some big ass bouncers man they was gonna jump and stump the shit out of his ass I had to save him right no that's save him save his life that's exactly <laughs> the point <laughs> yeah because I got him I wrapped my arms around him said I got him I got him point point at the security put my hands up to in front of the security guards I, I got him I got him those fucking, hey those fucking meatheads don't give a sh- Ugh, those dudes don't give a fuck like that that's their job if they have to they're gonna whoop that ass <laughs> some of them just be sitting there waiting on it shit well no so that was the knockdown drag out fucking Halloween I don't know probably about five years ago there's this place on the outskirts of Little Rock called the Electric Cowboy it's this big ass fucking I think it used to be a skating rink maybe like it's a big open space you know and so it's it's Small dance floor, but mostly tables. There's a couple different bars on either corner. Like, it's just a big mingle spot for fucking people in their 20s, you know? Mm-hmm. We go out to Halloween. I'm in costume. I actually did the fucking whole nine yards. Um, I had always wanted to do Two-Face from Batman, right? Because of my fucked up face. So I figured <laughs> that would be an easy costume, right? Yep. I get some uh, makeup, a little prosthetic. I go to Goodwill. I buy like a $5 suit. I take it home, set that motherfucker on fire on half of it, and then stomp it out and then rip it up and shit. So I did, I went the fucking distance, man. I was like, fuck yeah. We go out, and I can already tell that some of these motherfuckers are getting rowdy because we got there probably about 1130. And, uh, you know, I don't think it closed down until like 4 in the morning. So, uh, by the time we got there, motherfuckers were already getting lit up. It was packed because it's Halloween, you know, just chicks and skimpy fucking clothes. And I wasn't mad at that because it, it was a good mingle spot for Halloween. We're there for a while. Everything's cool. Motherfuckers keep playing with my makeup, though. Like, and that's how I know, like, these people are starting to get handsy and shit. You know, it's just a little more touchy-feely than I'm comfortable with. So, I was already kind of on edge because motherfuckers were touching me. And uh, at one point, we're standing there, and I think they maybe were having a costume contest or some shit like that. And behind us, we hear a scuffle, just shit getting knocked over, right? So it's a crowd of people, my, about four or five of my homeboys and their girls, and we're all just kind of standing there in a, in a huddle, you know? Mm-hmm. We look over our shoulders, there's two white boys fighting, and they're really just shoving, you know? Like, just grabbing collar and shoving each other over shit knocking over tables and chairs and fighting over the pool tables and shit so we go okay well they're fighting whatever go back to the uh costume contest thing and then a few minutes later the the ruckus gets closer and then we realize that they're kind of spilling back towards our side of the room and uh you know I tap one of my buddies and we all turn around and we're just like, well, fuck it. We're going to stand here and watch these two assholes fight and just make sure they don't come over here and start bumping into the the chicks. You know, just what's up? We're watching a fight. So two white boys fighting. And then this large black fellow dressed up like Mike Tyson for Halloween, right? Black trunks, Everlast t-shirt with no sleeves, boxing gloves, strung up, hung around his neck big old motherfucker comes in and grabs one of the white boys and holds him down kind of pins him shoulders you know gets him almost in like a mount 
and uh, he did. It was the one that actually had been attacked in the original situation. So he wasn't the the original fighter. He was the dude that got punched originally, right? Uh-huh. Pins him down, and the dude's yelling at him. He's like, "Let me up, motherfucker!" And he's like, "Nah, fuck you! Da-da-da-da. You're gonna stay right here." This, that, and the other, and then homeboy's girlfriend comes up out of the crowd and she starts screaming at him and she might have been throwing slurs around it you know i'm an arkansas dog shit gets crazy and uh so they're sitting there screaming at each other and the chick is in a french maid costume okay like a skimpy one like rob she's probably a buck 20 just thick with booty meat hanging out the bottom of her shorts under a tutu and like a French maid with titties, titty meat popping out the top and booty mm-hmm. meat popping out the bottom. But 120 pounds soaking wet. Fucking <laughs> not very big. She's yelling at this bouncer and all this shit's going on. And the white boy tries to get up off the ground. The bouncer punches him in the face. Mm-hmm. Hits him hard as shit. That little girl grabbed that bouncer's fucking shirt, the scruff of his fucking collar, and she came from the attic, Rob. She took that right hand up over the top of her head. She looked like, you ever play Mike Tyson's Punch Out? Of course. You remember King Hippo? Mm Mm-hmm. This bitch was throwing her hands up over her head and coming down and started cocking this dude in his fucking temple. Hard as fuck. Whack. Back. Bam. Bam, and I mean, she was giving it everything. She, she was punching him so hard that every time she connected, there was like a ripple that went through her body, like, and everything jiggled. Like her feet were almost coming off the ground when she was making contact. She punched the fuck out of this dude's face. One, two, three, four, and uh, so dude got tired of getting punched in the face. And he was a big dude, so he just kind of reached back and, like, just kind of mushed her, you know, like, palmed her face and, like, pushed her. She fell on her ass. But when he reached back to do that, he let go of that white boy, and he grabbed a fucking beer bottle. And when the dude turned back to look at him, he cracked him in his fucking forehead with a Bud Light bottle. And because of the way the lights were set up, like, it was an explosion of, like, glass and fucking liquid. Like, it looked like a little bomb went off. You know what I'm saying? And we were like, oh, shit. The big black dude fell back on his ass and jumped right back up, bloody face and all. Like, he was fucking. (laughs) And that was when the other bouncers finally got there. And they did exactly what you just said. Like, they saved this other dude's life because, like, the other dude didn't even have a chance to get up off the ground before that fucking bouncer was already back up on his feet after getting hit in the face with that bottle and he was ready to fucking dance. <laughs> he was trying to be nice, you know, but uh, homeboy hit the button. <laughs> Fuck that couch. We left. I said, all right, that's cool, man. Let's fucking go. <laughs> just that what seeing that bottle explode and just all those little tiny particles of glass and beer and fucking spit and shit that just shattered up into the fucking lights when that exploded. It was just like, oh, shit. Like, everybody in the bar saw that shit. 
And like I said, he would he probably would have beaten that dude senseless if uh, he would have got his hands on him again. So somebody saved his life that night. I think he went to jail for fucking cracking him in the face, though. Man, I tell you what, I think the worst I've ever seen was when we went to this club called 108. And um, it was a whole bunch of us. It was, uh, I think, a Friday or whatever. So everybody off of work for the weekend. Where is this at, Ron? Is that in uh, Carolina or Louisiana? North Carolina. This is when I was in the military. Cackalacka. So we damn, we all mob up in there. And, I mean, it was groups of us that went, but we all went in separate cars. Like a group of three would go in this car, a group of three would go in that car, so on and so forth. Right. So I woke up in the club, and I, I, I know I told this on somebody's show. I forgot. But anyway, I woke up in there. I got my New Orleans Saints jersey on. Oh, shit. And this dude, you Can't know. Can't wear that shit to bars, Rob. But this was a club. This wasn't a bar at all. Mm. <laughs> so... Immediately, um, not even five minutes in, somebody run up on me. He's like, oh, man, you from the boot, dog? And I was like, yeah, man. I said, I'm from Lake Charles. He said, oh, shit, I'm from New Orleans. He's like, bet, man, I'll be seeing you around. He's like, all right, cool. So he go off, and I just start making my way around the club, find this nice-looking young lady, and we commence to dancing and everything. And then this big, buff, butch, ass woman come up. Oh shit! To the both of us, <laughs> and she just grabbed the the girl I was dancing with by the neck and just start tongue kissing her. And I was just like, okay. Oh shit! And then, then I just walked. I just eased on. I didn't say nothing else after that. I just just I guess she was just like, this is my meat. You can go on about your business. <laughs> Does she look like what's the the. Lady Ghostbusters name. What's her the the black lady? Oh yeah, that one. Leslie <laughs> Jones. Is that it? I guess that's that'll be a name for this story. That's purposes. just so Leslie Jones walked up on your chick and was just like, "Sup, fool," and laid one in her. She was like, "This is mine's." <laughs> mine's. <laughs> <laughs> she marked her territory. She said, "You better back up." So. Uh, scurry on or whatever and then um, I'm just kind of hanging out drinking a little drink and um, I see this beautiful young lady just dancing uh, in the middle of the uh, you know dance floor and then this guy come up to her he's like being polite and shit and you can tell he was kind of lit or whatever but he asked her could he dance with her and she turned around and gave him the stank eyes like Psh, whatever and dude Dropped both his hands down by his side, and he was kind of like swaying back and forth. Like, this bitch just brushed me off like that. Oh, and I, and I swear to God, this dude reached back to the heel of his shoes oh. and just launched a right fist right in this girl, this girl face, knocked out. <laughs> he brought it from the basement. Yes. <laughs> he did a Harlem shake and punched her in her fucking face. He look, look, he leaned back. He punched her, followed through, tripped over his forward momentum, got up, and ran straight out the side exit as security tailed him all the way out the door. <laughs> so I'm sitting there like, God damn. Oh, how did she take it? 
Oh, she took it all. She just like, <laughs> I'm telling you, it was like one fluid motion. It was like back, forward, contact, follow through, trip, stand up, run. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. And so security chased him right out the side door and shit. And everybody was like, damn, oh, shit. They dragging the girl up by her armpits and shit. Yeah, out the, yeah, off, yeah. Just, off the dance floor. took one right on the fucking chin. What's up, baby? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but wait, there's more. Oh, so yeah. I'm, okay. So do runs out the side. So I'm trying to gain my composure. I was like, I have never seen anything like that in my life. <laughs> and um, it was like kind of split level. It was another level of the club that was higher than the you know the floor where we were so there was two girls arguing back and forth no you didn't uh-uh uh-uh you know and just cussing each other out then one girl grabbed a bottle and buy out hit the other girl in the mouth it's blood so- everywhere bust the bottle on the teeth just i'm like holy shit hitting the motherfucker with a bottle is like a is like a fatality move on mortal Kombat. like when you see that shit happen because i'm I've not broken many bottles, just period. You know what I'm saying? On purpose. So I know that it does take a little bit of force to break them shits. So imagine just how hard you got to swack and fucking pow motherfucker in the face with a bottle to make it explode. Mm-hmm. Let alone liquor bottles or champagne bottles or, you know, shit like that. Like, that's even crazier. And I know that happens, too. Yeah, but she caught a square in the mouth on the chin, jaw area, everything with the bottle. Boom. So she hit in the face with a bottle. She cl- she clutching her face, blood coming out the back of her hands and everything. And I'm like, fuck, man. What the hell? And then a couple seconds later, I guess, the, you mean, you know, girls don't go in the club by themselves. I guess it was someone in that group of girls that the rumble ensued after. They sprayed pepper spray. In the club, and they had fans, and then the fans blew the pepper spray all around the club. Everybody coughing and gagging and everything. Fuck everybody's couch. Fuck everybody. Fuck your couch. <laughs> so, so pepper like I'm saying, man, it, it's chaos. Everybody's coughing and wheezing. There's a bitch done got knocked out on the floor, getting drugged out by her armpits. People got another one with a bloody mouth full of glass and shrapnel and all kind of other shit. So. We was like, fuck this, man. Everybody, get whoever you came with. We're going to get in the car. We're going to ride the fuck on. Unbeknownst to us, uh, one of the guys that we worked with, um, I guess his um, one of his homeboys' girlfriend was in the club. And a dude was harassing her. So he you know, stepped in on his homeboy behalf. Like, hey, man, you ain't been doing all this shit and all kind of stuff. And blow, he gets shot in the stomach. <laughs> oh, shit. So... I didn't figure this out till after the fact, but we heard the gunshot. So everybody jumping and ducking in cars and everything and driving the hell on out of there. And then we leave out. We calling each other on the cell phone, figuring, you know, it has everybody got out. And motherfucking guy we work with got shot in the motherfucking stomach. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, you fucking win. Shit. <laughs> so that was it. <laughs> Never went back to that place. Then they got shut down and converted into a, um, a country club, like with cowboys and boots and shit. <laughs> hey, uh, give me one second, Rob. Hold on. Doing this shit from Cleveland to LA, nigga. Whatever you niggas want. Hold up, hold up. What time is it? Yeah. 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 Yeah.
You, uh, you already got it up and everything because I fucking put it yep. around and spread it. I spread it. And when I leave, come together like butt cheeks. Let's see. Hate, 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 hate. Man, now I got to get on here and see see what kind of voicemails was left, you know? See There's what only you unhappy. Ray didn't send one in? No. Oh. Shame on Ray. He was talking that shit to me in text message form. <laughs> shit. I'm gonna play this song. I used to vibe out to this shit. And it's it's fucked off because I might be one of maybe twenty people that have heard this goddamn song. <laughs> it's a I I'm pretty sure it's Bone Thugs. It's from Mo Thugs, the like an album. Damn, right I fucking dig this song at least like the first couple minutes of it the way that it kind of transitioned and uh, I'm probably going to use it for my uh, closure this week so I don't know I don't have to play it right now unless uh, fucking you want to hear that shit because I can put it on the end of the episode it might be what I do yeah, let me hear it yeah alright it's crazy. It's some, some good vibe music. I used to smoke so much weed to this fucking song. Oh, yeah, I heard that. Kill them all, kill them all, kill them all, kill them all. Dude. Dude, that was my jam. This song is hard as shit. I love it. They want to see the bone go. They want to see the bone go. They want to see the bone So, go. is Leatherface Crazy Bone? Yes. That's like a, one of his little uh, side names or whatever? Yeah, they all had aliases. Other than the aliases that they used to rap on. <laughs> it could get a little confusing, you know? <laughs> Your nicknames got nicknames. See, I fucked up at one point and didn't realize that David Banner was Mississippi. Because he used to say Mr. Mississippi and shit, and then he would spell it. I didn't realize that was his little trademark thing. I was like, no, it's this other rapper dude named Mississippi. Am I crickly, crickly the eye? And they're like, that's David Banner. Oh, shit. So I wasn't completely wrong. It's like poetry. Dude's got mad flow. Listen to the sound of me. It's all chill. Right? And then shifted. Shit. What's happening now? All this stuff is happening. I got sounds going from my right ear to my left ear right now. All these bone thugs and ruggish bones. Shit. Ruggish, ruggish bones. <laughs> and fuck the police. Donald, fuck all the police. Not all of them. Well, well, if you go back 
about eight years, I used to fuck the police. <laughs> and all she wanted me to do was fuck the police. Talking about wee, 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 wee. It's alright. Oh, shit. Do you want to come and play with me? Do you want to come and play with me? Tell me, do you want These motherfuckers are playing bongos and shit. Bongos and Humry. Man, Crazy Bones got mad flow. I don't know about the fastest, but arguably one of the faster rappers of all time, huh? Mm-hmm. I mean, he's got to be in the conversation. Twister's pretty fucking fast, too. Oh, yeah, that, that dude, dude tear it up. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a hard fucking dude to copy. Like, even if you try, because, you know, when you like songs, you sing songs. Twister isn't one of the motherfuckers. <laughs> you can sing the hooks to his song. That's it. Mm-hmm. But don't go, don't all up in the face when you at the club. <laughs> Shit. Now how how can you go? Cause you know we can choke. Take it slow, we speaking jokers, you rolling with mo. We have a celebration. We doing this all night if you wanna get away. You can play in my god times and never forget about my we doing this the thug and sweat. But have you thugged it with a thug lately? We crazy, we jumped and got the bug blazing. So if you get but get with this fire, hey about you. Yeah, that used to be my jam too. Dude. I don't know a whole lot of bone thugs, but the little bit that I do know fucking gets me going. <laughs> I, I, I had all them shits. I had every bone thug album. I had even the ones that wasn't so good, like the flesh and bone CD. Right. But um, I had just about every Mo Thugs album. I remember me and a bunch of my friends got. They had like a billion Busy Bone albums. Busy Bone was popular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of those. Yeah, but he had like a whole slew of CDs to where it was like he was oh, rapping was fast and he was rapping hardcore and he was like on drugs and couldn't comprehend shit. Yeah. And they were still fucking doing the damn thing though. Putting it out. That's real life shit. It's not what they do now with all these Instagram motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, man, I'm gonna make a mixtape, dude. <laughs> you should make it. You got some 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 shit to talk about, I'm sure. You got some perspective with all these goddamn kids and shit. <laughs> <laughs> got Plato on the ceiling, Jody. You just started. Plato on the ceiling. I got Plato on the ceiling, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Lord Jesus, help me not to beat these motherfucking kids. <laughs> but they pushed me one more time. I'm splitting their fucking wigs. Yeah. <laughs> They're always causing trouble and raising problems. Jesus Christ. <laughs> problems isn't a good rap word. <laughs> yeah. 
not so much unless you it's with uh, 99 problems and a bitch ain't one then you can say Get problems <laughs> I wasn't that big on Jay-Z yeah, some good songs. I mean, I think the Black album was probably like his best one. That in the American Gangster, yeah, yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. I like Big Pimpin'. That sounds okay. Well, who, who didn't like Big Pimpin'? Gee, check him out now. Fucking, what is uh, Can I Get a? Can that I get a was fuck the first you. song I can remember of his, like actually hearing. That yeah. was him and Ja Rule, you know. Yeah. Could I eat it in the morning? Would I give you half of my dough? It didn't work as I would Would you want me? Dude, that's old as shit now, man. That's like classic rap. Yeah. You know? And let's just think about this. All the shit that we're listening to now is going to be classic to somebody else. <laughs> it is pretty nuts, man, because I heard... Shit, I'm trying to think. We have a classic rock station here, and I'm just, I'm, ha- I'm trying to remember what the song was, but it was not an old fucking song. It was something from, you know, 10, 15 years ago. Maybe it was like a, a Nickelback song or something like that, but it was on like the uh, the classic rock station. <laughs> and I was just like, oh man, this is happening. <laughs> this isn't the motherfucking classics. What are you talking about, Nickelback? Get the fuck out of here. Hmm. I don't mind. I'm fucking. I guess I'm just gonna sit around and wait for the next Lil Wayne album. That's all I do. With the Carter Five. The Carter Five. I wonder if Birdman's gonna try to kill him. We don't know. That could be what's happening. Maybe that's why it happened. Because Birdman was like, "Listen, motherfucker." That's why he got all crazy with uh, Charlemagne and all them with all that. With yeah. that, put some respect. He was mad about that little Wayne shit because he can't just stab little Wayne because somebody will fucking get his ass. <laughs> is we finished or is we done? <laughs> <laughs> is y'all finished or y'all done? I ain't gonna talk about it no more. <laughs> he was so fucking mad. <laughs> And they were making fun. You know they were making fun of him. Like, they were just like, what are you finna do? Now, I'm sure, like, there was a moment when the show was over and they were putting all the shit away and getting it getting it together that maybe they had a little meeting and they were like, all right, so <laughs> what are we going to do if maybe he's chilling outside now? Like, they probably all walked out together that day. Yeah. Holding hands, right back to back, you know, a little trust circle. <laughs> They're like, everybody, be be safe. Birdman could be on the loose. Kaka. I said, you know that's your ass when you hear that. <laughs> he just swoops in like a ninja with his fucking bling. All you see is the bling, right before, and then he adds another teardrop. Just rest in peace. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. what's shit man I know it's getting late and shit you fucking probably got shit to do tomorrow I got shit so I'm gonna go try to get some sleeps but uh good hanging man glad to talk to you my brother you know how it is for shizzle dizzle yeah so we'll get this shit put out and you have a you have a wonderful memorial day 
thank you for your service, Rob. I know you hate it, but I think this is the only time of the year that you're actually supposed to say that shit. And if you was at my house, I would treat you. I'm making chicken tomorrow. That's oh, nothing racist. I'm just saying I fucking eat chicken like a motherfucker. And I found this new recipe. I soaked the chicken in pickle juice, man. What? So, you ever been to... Oh, yeah, you heard what the fuck I said. Pickle juice. Pickle juice. Why would you even think of this? Where did you even get this from? <laughs> okay, so you ever been to a little place called Chick-fil-A? Yes. So, a birdie told me, a little birdie told me, that one of their secrets to how to get their flavor is they actually marinate their chicken in pickle juice. Did I just blow your mind a little? Just a little. Okay. Now, what I like to use is them Clawson pickles. You know, the the cold refrigerated, they snap when you bite into them. Mm -hmm. I would usually buy a big fucking thing of them shits at Sam's. And then after we eat all the pickles, I just save the juice. Like, I got a jug of pickle juice in my fridge right now. And uh, I wait till I got enough pickle juice. And then I'll take chicken and cut it up into chunks. And I'll soak that shit in that pickle juice for like a day and a half. And then I'll fry it. And it's delicious. Okay. <laughs> so this one was a little different, though. I uh, I took it and I put chicken legs in the, the pickle juice. Let it sit and marinate. And uh, you know when you fucking marinate your chicken, especially if you use a brine, it makes the chicken extra juicy. You Did you know that? I just eat the chicken. I know, but I'm saying, if you make chicken, that's some shit you need to know. Like, if you're going to fry it, soak that shit in salt water for a couple days before you fucking fry it. And it'll be extra juicy. Why am I telling you about chicken? I had to tell you about fucking broasted chicken the other day, too, motherfucker. (laughs) Hey, man, I just eat the chicken. I don't make it. (laughs) I tell you. No, I love exploring chicken. So this was what I did with this. I fucking soaked it in pickle juice. And then I fucking took it out, patted it off, pat, pat, got all the pickle juice. And then I put on some olive oil, some Canadian steak seasoning. You know that shit with the big chunks of like salt and pepper? Mm-hmm. Salt and pepper's here. Salt and pepper's here. I did that. And then I put in some pineapple and some of them little baby oranges. So I was trying to do like sweet and sour was my plan, right? Yes. I grilled them motherfuckers on low. You know when you grill chicken legs on low and then they get that extra crispy skin on the outside and it's all caramely. Mm-hmm. And it was the best motherfucking chicken I've ever had, Rob. Oh, man, you make me hungry now. But that was a test run. I did five of them today. Five. Fifth. And, uh, my wife didn't even get to try one, and I ate two of them, motherfuckers. They were good. <laughs> and she was like, I didn't even get to try the shit. And I was like, well, that's too bad. So now I get to make it tomorrow. So I got to do the same shit over. I'll send you pictures, dog. I don't want no damn pictures. I want to eat it. Uh, I'll fucking... I don't know. Maybe Amazon will cut me a deal with that Amazon Prime. They'll give me a good shipping deal. Stamps.com. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Man, take it easy. We'll holler at you later. For she's easy. At it's B Rob on Twitter, right?
Yes. R-R-R-I-T-S-B-R-O-B. That's right, motherfucker. Shit. <laughs> we'll talk to you later, man. All right. All right. So, that's me and B-Rob. Sit around talking shit. Y'all have a good-ass weekend. You can holler at me at JodyB501 on Twitter. Be sure to follow B-Rob. That's at It's B-Rob on Twitter. And, uh, you know, shoot him a message. Call him a motherfucker. I'm handling him a fellow podcaster and a, a friend, if you will. Um, so, yeah. You motherfuckers take it easy. And we'll catch you next week at the Po' Boys Podcast. Let's welcome him by the
fuck with you thought we was going somewhere. <laughs> Sigh. I smoke, yeah. I drink, yeah. I supposed to stop, but I can't. Yeah. I can't. I'm a dog, yeah. I love hoes, yeah. and I'm addicted to money calls. Well, well, do it big, then. Da, da, do it big, nigga. One, you heard me. Heard.